Welcome to the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Parker. I'm a coach who specializes in conscious, clear-headed decision-making, which, despite how hard we work and how smart we are, is not always easy. Each week, I'll bring you science-backed tools and strategies to use in your daily life and career to make more confident, authentic decisions. Oh, and we're going to make it easy while we're at it. If you're into a life with less overthinking, people-pleasing, and perfectioning, and more making what you want matter, you're in the right place. So happy you're here. Let's get into it. Hello again, my friend. So you decided to do a thing. Now you're not doing it. Can we talk about it? I think one of the funnest parts of deciding the actual process of like making decisions and living them, which is what we're always doing, is the deciding part. There's a lot of energy at this point in the process, right? There's a lot of focus, a lot of conviction that goes into getting you to this point where you decide, yes, I'm going to go after this thing, or no, I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to do this instead, or this, this is the thing I want. To get you to that point of decided, it's fun. I mean, I know that it can be angsty, and that's probably why I have a job and why you're listening to this podcast, but at the day, we like feeling decided. It feels very powerful. You know what doesn't feel super powerful and super fun? The implementation part. The part where we have to actually show up to do the things that we decided. I mean, I'm with you. To be honest, I debated breaking this episode up into three individual conversations. We're going to talk about three solutions to this problem that we can get ourselves into. This little sticky situation where we we think we're decided, but we're just not doing it. And we keep watching ourselves not do it week after week, month after month, sometimes longer. The reason I'm keeping it all under the umbrella of one episode and one conversation is because a lot of this stuff can get intermingled. We can have more than one thing going on. And I also want you to just feel equipped to handle this because this is a very human thing. It's very human to love the instant gratification and energy and power of that moment of deciding. You feel like a boss. You feel like a CEO. You feel like I'm the artistic director. I get to say it and it will be so. And then to have to be the worker bee, to be the stagehand, to be the fill in the analogy blank here, who shows up to work the next day to be like, wait, what did the boss say? We're going to do this big thing. Oh, okay. Let's get to the minutia of making that happen one day at a time. That's not as fun. It's not as powerful. And it's very human to struggle with it. And in our just do it, hustle, be like the influencers society, we can make this a very personal problem. We can believe it's easy for everybody else. Everybody else just makes decisions and does them and doesn't struggle at all. So we're the wrong ones. So that's why we're having one conversation about this. You're not the wrong one. There's nothing wrong with you. Everyone struggles in some form or fashion with implementing the decisions they make, especially the big ones. And if you know me, if you've been here a while, you know big is in air quotes. You can make a big decision to quit your job and start your own business. You can make a big decision to 
clean out your closet. So we're not here to judge should this be as hard as it is. One of my life mantras that you're allowed to steal is if it were easy, it'd be easy. If it's not easy, you have two options. You can focus on the fact, the fact that it should be easy and it's not. So you're a garbage human. You can absolutely spend your time living in that narrative or you can make it easier. All right. So if you're going to choose option B, hop on the train with me and let's go through these three solutions we're going to explore today on how do I do the dang thing that I'm decided on, but I'm not doing. The first issue is that you're not actually decided. This is a surprisingly common problem, and it's kind of a sneaky one because we can think, gosh darn it, by golly, I'm decided I said so. And yet, here I am, a month later, without my calendar organized, without my exercise routine being implemented. So again, I must be the problem. So remember how we started our conversation today with this idea that it takes a lot of energy to get to the decided point. Well, that energy can be transformed into momentum if we let it. But a lot of the times we find that we're lacking momentum to implement a decision. And it's because we didn't actually get to the point of decided. We just think about something we should do probably, or someone else is telling us we should, or we think something would be nice, but we don't actually use that life force to put that energy into becoming decided. So if we were in a coaching conversation and you were telling me, I don't know, Pearson, I decided I'm just not doing it. I don't know what's up. And I asked you, what are your reasons for deciding to do this? Would you have an answer? Seriously, what are the reasons that you like this decision you're making for yourself? And we might continue with me asking you, how committed are you to doing this thing that you're decided on? What difference is it going to make for your life if you do it? What difference is it going to make for your life if you don't do it? Answering these questions can feel pretty difficult and clunky sometimes. And that is where the energy is created. You have to use different energy to think about why is this decision important? Really? How committed to it am I? Really? But guess what? When you put that energy into answering these questions, you get to actually feel decided in that powerful way we were talking about. And then you can use that energy and turn it into momentum. So this is what I'm going to ask you to scan for first. On anything that is not happening in your life that you think you're decided on, just double check. Are you really decided? Because if you're lacking the momentum, half decided is not going to cut it. This can apply to things that you think you should be doing and shouldn't be a big deal anyway. This can apply to things that you don't think are big decisions like the closet clean out. Just check because you might be shooting yourself into this decision and you might not be giving yourself the opportunity to really be decided one way or another. So this is our first solution. Get super decided. Know your reasons for why you're making this decision. Know how committed you are, one to 10. Answer the question, how committed am I, one to 10, to doing this? It's very powerful to tell yourself out loud, oh, I guess I'm going to be 10 out of 10 committed because I don't know if I'm, if I'm six out of 10 committed. What's my plan? Right? Okay. So I hinted to issue number two that we're going to go into next. And issue number two, if you think you're decided on something, but you're not doing it, is you might be shooting all over yourself, 
we're not saying any bad words here. This is actually a phrase I learned from one of my very first coach friends. She said, it sounds like you're shitting all over yourself. And I was like, they come again. They, you spell what you're saying? And she said, you are shooting all over yourself. You're saying I should do this. I shouldn't do this. This should be easy. This should be better. And I was like, oh, I guess I am. And also, thank you for this very graphic way of thinking about that, that I'm never going to be able to get out of my head. So this comes up in our coaching conversations a lot, too. When someone's saying, yeah, I said I was going to apply for jobs this week, but then I just didn't. We can ask, okay, why? Why not? What happened? What was going through your mind when you sat down to do it? Some of the time, the answer is, well, I can't actually apply for jobs until my LinkedIn profile is perfect. And I can't actually perfect my LinkedIn profile until I finish these certifications that I started last year and then I haven't finished. Oh, so there's a should happening. There's a system in place in your mind that is creating obstacles for you. You're saying you want to apply for the jobs, let's say, and then you're telling yourself all the reasons you can't right now because I should have the perfect thing and I should have these things finished before the thing can be perfect and I can't do the thing before blah, 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 blah. You might have decided to be more boundaried with your time at work, but you should really have that conversation with your boss in person and they're out of town for two weeks, so you can't do it now. Or you decided to do something in the mornings, maybe yoga, maybe meditate, maybe just slow down and take a breath before you jump into the day and you're not doing it. If we investigate, are there sneaky criteria in the back of your mind that you're not meeting or circumstances are not meeting, preventing you from doing this thing, right? Well, I don't really have like a good space to do yoga and I don't, all my workout clothes are old, so I should probably update those. But really what I should be doing is this every day and I can't do it every day right now because this thing is happening this month. So I can't do this until next month. So what's happening here in reality is you're not deciding what's most important, the what or the how. There's no answer here, but you have to pick one so that you know what rules am I following. Otherwise, you set yourself up for this impossible situation. You're saying one thing, I'm deciding to do the yoga, and you are putting parameters around it that you can't reach. You can't do the yoga for these many, many reasons. So your solution here is pick what matters most, what you do or how you do it. I know, I know. Ideal world, perfect universe. We would do all the things we want and we would do them all in the way we want them. I agree. I am not fighting you on that. And here in reality, in the universe we actually live in, sometimes you gotta pick. You gotta pick what's most important. Getting the email sent, or having perfect conditions in which to do it. Now, I will say, I caveat people choosing the how often because we love to prioritize the how. And a lot of time, it's just not as important to get the how perfect as it is to do the what. I'm going to talk in actual examples here because sometimes this language can get a little like, whoa, who's on second? <laughs> so, if you are working specifically on a habit that you want to change, that is a really great opportunity to prioritize the how. I've had lots of clients who want to write more, but what's most important is not that they write, 
and they produce a certain word count every single day, no matter what, at any cost. What matters to them is that they actually enjoy the process. They're trying to change the habit of forcing themselves to sit down and write and not enjoy the creative process. So the how is actually more important than the what for those specific people, changing that habit. So go back to what you're decided on. Because if you're decided on, I want to create this result, I want to write the book, then great. You can absolutely work the how into your plan. But let's be clear, the what is most important. So you might have to find ways around the shoulds to get the what done. Are you lost yet? I'm having a great time. You might have to question the criteria your brain hands you when it's like, oh, okay, you wanted to send this email? Great. Here's everything that you have to do first. This is what the weather has to be like outside. And this is the mood you have to be in. And this is what you have to have eaten for breakfast. We might have to question some of those criteria and just check in. Oh my gosh. I remember when I first moved in, we moved apartments at the beginning of, uh, what was that, 2023? And it was chaos. Because we literally moved next door. So we didn't pack anything up. We didn't have boxes. We literally picked stuff up and moved it to the next apartment over. Which sounds kind of like, oh, how convenient. And uh, it creates a lot of piles. So I remember the first month that I was working in my new office with this whole space to myself, there was a screen behind me hiding just piles of chaos. It was comical. And my brain every day wanted to say, you can't work. You cannot waste time working. You have to address the piles. This is insanity. You can't live like this. The piles have to be gone. When I had to continue to tell my brain, continue to tell myself what's most important, that I do work in a completely finished and peaceful environment, or that I do work. And my business wasn't ready for like two surprise months off. So I had to just keep prioritizing the what and let the how be piles. And it was fine. Okay, here's issue number three that we are experiencing a lot of the time when we're decided we're not doing the thing. You are not getting specific enough for today. Let me ask you a question. How do you figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life in this next chapter and then make that a reality. I'm sincerely asking you, how do you do that? Hard question, right? This is exactly the conversation that's going on between you and you in your head when you decide something huge and give yourself no instructions about what that actually means in real life. So I need you to check if there's a disconnect between some decision you've made and what that means about the day-to-day -day implementation of that decision. And of course, what hangs people up here is what we started with. The implementation is not sexy. The day-to-day -day minutia of doing the decision is not deliciously gratifying. So you have to do two things here. You have to be so specific about what it means for you to implement this decision today. You need to get super granular. If you have decided to find your style because you've never really known what your style is and like you want to know yourself better and you have a big birthday this year, whatever, you like, you've made the decision. This is the year I'm going to find my style. 
What does that mean today? Implementation today looks like we do a first pass at the wardrobe and we get rid of everything we know we hate. Great. I can do that. I know what that means. I know where to put my body and what to do with my hands. You've decided to be more intentional with your time. What a great self-honoring, powerful decision. What does implementation today look like? All right, I'm going to start my day by going through my calendar, picking my priorities and putting in time for work blocks and breaks and travel time. Bam, bada bing, bada boom. If that doesn't feel easy, then make it easier. Okay, remember the mantra we also started with? If it were easy, it'd be easy. You got to find ways to make this stuff easier. If you are hearing yourself say a plan, okay, being intentional with my time today means going through my calendar and figuring out all my, all my priorities. And that feels impossible to you. Change your plan, okay? What does being intentional with my time with mean today? I don't know. Picking the time I'm going to stop working. Great. Can we do that? Fabulous. That is an implementable action that can help you see yourself as someone doing the thing you decided. You're doing it. That's the second thing you have to do. Okay, so remember I said you have to do two things. You have to get granular and specific with what does implementation do look like today, and you have to make it a big-ass deal when you do it. You have to throw yourself a rose parade for doing one yoga session. Remember, it's not gratifying on its own, but you can decide this is super celebratable. Your brain is not going to connect those dots on its own. It's thinking of the big picture. It's thinking of figure out your next chapter. But there's never going to be a day where you can hand deliver that result to yourself. That's not how the big decisions happen. The big decisions are enacted one day at a time. And it usually looks kind of boring and it can feel like a weird slog. And we can get lost in a lot of self-judgment about how long it's taking or how imperfect it is. So this is what you got to do. You got to make it a big ass deal when you do any implementation step. You have to sit down and ask yourself, what is the time I'm going to stop working? And then when you do that, you celebrate it. You say, I'm doing it. I'm doing my decision. Ask the people around you to get bought in. They're not going to know it's a big deal if you clean out all the old papers on your desk. But if you've made a decision to keep your environment happy and non-chaotic so that you can feel better showing up to work, so that you can do better work and feel better about yourself, then you have to tell them, hey, this is a really big deal that I did this just now, and I need you to give me a high five. I need you to throw me a rose parade, whatever. Okay, so you can tell why I was tempted to make this three individual episodes, but it's all under the same umbrella. Okay, it's all under the umbrella of, hey, the most important thing right now is not the fact that you are failing at this decision. The most important thing is to feel like you're on your own team and make it easier to do the stuff you want to. So you're going to go through these three solutions and just see what helps. You're going to check how decided am I? Am I really decided? Can I get more decided? It's a great place to start. Use that energy to create momentum. And they're going to check. Am I shooting all over myself? Am I falling victim to criteria that is unnecessary? Can I just decide I can do the thing that I want to do and let everything around me be imperfect? And the third thing you're going to do is make sure you're getting specific. What does implementation look like today? 
And when you do that thing, celebrate the pants off of it. You're welcome. All right. I hope this helps you get decided and get you in action and get a little fire going. And if you need help, if this all sounds like great ideas, but I still don't know how I'm going to muster the energy to do it or the focus to prioritize it, it's time to get help. It's time to reach out. Kirstenparker.com forward slash schedule. The link is in the show notes. We can work together and find ways to make it easier and find ways for you to judge yourself less and be on your own team more in the process. Win-win. I hope you have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you soon. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people-pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.